you're sort of pre-suading people, but really right. you're, you're building that brand and that authority that says, I am an expert on this topic. And right. then when somebody needs an expert for something, they go, I should see if I can get that guy. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marcotte. Hey everybody, welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Jeremy Marcotte, and I'm here with Matt Rouse. Say hi, Matt. Hello. Hey, today we have a special guest, Seth Crussman from Brayshaw Financial. Hi, Seth. Well, hello. Hello. So today we're going to start a two-part series on voice tech. So we're going to talk about radio and podcasting. Our guest today is Seth Crussman of Brayshaw Financial, and he's the host of Money on Tap radio show and podcast. So tell us a little bit more about that. All right. So Money on Tap is our podcast and radio show. And originally, Ben Brayshaw of Brayshaw Financial came to me and said, hey, you want to do a radio show? And that uh, is what we did. And simultaneous to that, we like to be efficient with whatever we're doing. So turning that into a podcast kind of became the next step. Awesome. So now when you guys record from the radio show, do you then edit it again for the podcast or you just take the raw episode and go straight to podcast? So how it started, right, was uh, us knowing nothing about radio. Right. And we had this idea, which if somebody can grab this and make it work, I think it would be fantastic. And that is basically we're in a studio and we're recording live the radio show. And simultaneous to that, it could be in New England, which is where Ben is, and it could simultaneous be sent out to the world, right? And that's just not possible. That's not the way the radio works. Right. <laughs> right. So that was our first idea. So how do we get uh, together and do a radio show? How do we not have me on a phone calling into the, you know, the helpline getting disconnected and during, in the middle of a show? So we started to use Skype to do the live radio show. And then we just discovered that it was easier for us to actually go ahead and record and then have it edited and then have it sent over to the radio show for that airing. Have you thought about doing video stuff as well? Well, I've thought about it, but then as I watch Matt drop the phone that's doing the Facebook Live right now, that's <laughs> that's what I thought I would be doing a lot of. Uh, you know what? It's kind of that next thing. We we take steps that we can take when we can take them and, and uh, manage those. So, yeah, we'd love to start to figure out a way to make that happen. So... Why do you think radio or podcasts are better at building trust with someone over blogging or websites? What what builds the trust more, blogging, websites, or do you think radio show, podcasts? What do you think works best? I don't know. I, that's I I kind of I kind of come from this thought that you you have to do it all and within reason. Of course, like you asked me, yeah, are you, what about doing live? And I'm like, ah, we're not doing that because I can't do that yet. I can't take that on quite at the moment. But, you know, marketing seems to be something that you just can't do one thing mm -hmm. and that's what's going to work at all times, you know, throughout eternity, right? right. So you're, you're kind of building one piece over here and then you're adding to that. So everybody needs to have a website. That's just a no brainer. Is a blog valuable? I, I don't know. Uh, we do it. And it's not like it's something that I've ever had somebody come back to me and say, oh, you're, you're blog. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go to Brayshaw Financial and sign up with you today because you, you of your blog. But we're doing that because, you know what, I think it matters. Right. And it, I think it all matters. And what one matters more than another. 
You're supposed to tell me that. That's what I'm here for today. <laughs> so, so in my experience, everybody learns a little differently, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same way with how you absorb information and what actually works. So some people, a podcast is going to work really well. Mm-hmm. Other people, they like to read. They're, maybe they're at work and they're surfing stuff that they're not necessarily supposed to, so they read a blog. They now, can't I'd listen like to, to a podcast. I like to be that person. I think of myself as that person, but in reality, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm an audio person. Anyways, you're right. right yeah. So everybody learns differently everybody absorbs things differently so the answer to the the question in my mind is yes all of it because it's all going to work differently for different people and everybody's going to have their own way that works best for them so i'm a video and audio guy personally another thing to consider is the location of the person who's learning so if the person who is listening to you maybe they listen to podcasts in their car but they can't put a headset on at work or they can't play the audio or something. So maybe they, if they're in the bathroom, they don't want it blaring out of their thing. Maybe they're going to sit and read a blog or something or they're at work, they're going to read on their computer. You know, maybe if they're at home, they'll put the TV on YouTube and listen to it, but not necessarily watch it. Yeah. You know, so there's all these different platforms that may not necessarily be based on how someone learns. They could be based on where they physically are. Or or in their generation or what, what the, you know, what the demographic is as well. Right. We, we find that people that come into the office, we have to sign them up for podcasts because they're just not there yet, you know, right. but they may get our newsletter. And so that's another right. deal. Another way, yeah. right? So you send out a newsletter. How yes. often? Once a month. If we can, if there's something that's pretty special about what we're doing, we'll put together that newsletter at that time. There was, you know, some things that kind of happened back in oh, December-ish, you know, so January. We were proud to talk about ourselves through right. a newsletter, and it's kind of an update, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and there was a cookie recipe, I think. Was it cookies? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> there was a recipe in there, was and it I looked at it. Crash of December two thousand eighteen. No, no, no. Last, I think it was this last month's email that Please says do not send out. Consider anything that we're talking about today is cooking advice. No. I think it was last month's email. There was a recipe in there, and I looked at it. I'm like, that looks really good. Yeah. But I haven't made it because mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But was it a cookie recipe? I, what so was it? This is something interesting about like how much can I actually retain or hold on to or what's valuable for me at the moment? Mm-hmm. Like that was something that was very much in passing. And I would not be able to tell you that. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I can't tell you what we even talked about on our last podcast, let alone. But I, I went back and I was listening to some of the stuff that you guys have done. And I was like, that was really fun. That was really interesting. Like episode one, two, three. I don't know if some people retain information that way with me. Mm-hmm. It's like it was there and then it's gone. But I, I because I have this much capacity to really work with the stuff that I have to be on. You right. Know? Yeah. It's kind so of cookie spoon. recipes is not one of my things that I'm going to um, retain. Well, <laughs> I go back like and listen to. to the podcast. Usually we have about two weeks between the time we record to the time that we launch. Anywhere yeah. from two to four weeks. Depends on how many episodes we've recorded. Uh-huh. So when we are about to release the episode... I listen to the entire thing again before I post it. That's And then after it's posted, I listen to it again. That's really good. So yeah. that way I can not only retain what I said, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But also I can make sure if there's anything in it that maybe we don't necessarily want to put out there, mm-hmm. which has never happened because I'm like, <laughs> just print it. Yeah. And, Plus you know, you're, you're gold. Am, you are audio gold. I am audio gold. That's right. Michael Jackson jokes aside. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Please tell me we got rid of that. Yeah. No, okay. we didn't. It's in there. Oh, no. It's in. Uh, oh, great. That's right. Mm. <laughs> Please don't sue us, people who own Michael Jackson's whatever legacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I guess so they could bad. just sue Netflix and not us. There you or go. Is it Amazon it's, Prime? Yeah, it's I don't Amazon. even know. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the channels now. <laughs> you know what? That's honestly, that's something that's it's kind of audio related. I know it's video, but like the channels on your radio used to be like there's the one talk radio station and there's a Christian station and there's a rock station and there's a country station and there's, you know, whatever. Right. Uh-huh. But now that's the way like television is. Right. There's Amazon Prime is one station and Netflix is a station and they're kind of getting a little bit shoehorned, I think, huh. um, because of the content that they're creating. Like Netflix is like watching the office or crime drama mm-hmm. and like amazon prime has tons marvel. of kids stuff yeah, yeah, yeah marvel yeah and hulu you know, is like... cbs all access is star trek channel now because nobody watches anything else that's on um, there survivor as as thank you very much yeah but do people really watch survivor on the on-demand service or do they actually watch that on cable television still i don't know people i watch it on the cable. on-demand because i'm too cheap to pay for cable and you're right so did you you watch survivor yes I'm that guy. Did uh-huh. you get voted off the podcast? I probably yes, would. To. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you watch whatever Keeping you want, track you know? over here. That's all. Uh huh. <laughs> so I think you know, I would do great at Survivor for the first two days. Right. So taking you back into some episodes that you've released. Sure. The release of your Say Yes book. Right. So you use uh, a lot of the the restaurant scenarios, yeah. which I think we can all relate to. And it was interesting, Ben coming over from New Hampshire, this is like five years ago, and he was staying at a, a local brewery and hotel right. that we have here. And <laughs> uh, and he was amazed at that the level of service was nowhere near what it, he thought it should be. Right. Right. So then I go over to New England, and I can't remember where I was standing around, and I was getting basically poor service there as well. Right. And I couldn't wait to tell him about how poor the service was in New England, and you know because I'm representing West Side. But there was an experience I had in Canada, and you're Canadian, right? Yep. All right. The uh, the the most docile and friendliest people on earth, like. If I were to go on the web, I would the see... The most dangerous and friendly? Uh, yeah, dangerous and friendly. You know they've taken over our capital at yeah. least once, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I think it was in Victoria, and we were at a, a restaurant and pulled out a camera back when we used those instead of our phones. And we were immediately told, no, you cannot take pictures in yeah, restaurants. Yeah, a weird thing. Yeah. And uh, we sat there and we were like, what is going on? They had to explain to us that apparently there was an incident with somebody of prominence that was out with somebody that maybe they didn't want to be seen with in public. Mr. Jones was out with Mrs. Smith. Right. That kind of a scenario. So anyways, so sometimes saying no is okay too. Right. Well, it's okay to say no. It's about how you phrase it. Right. Okay. And I know we made a lot of examples in the book, but the examples in the book are obviously things that they shouldn't be saying no to. Right, right, right. right. Like the one example about you go to the restaurant that has bottomless fries, but they will give you endless fries after you get your meal, but not before. But not before, before. yeah. Is stupid because the (laughs) potatoes cost the same either way, right? It doesn't matter when you bring them to you. If you're legally not allowed to bring a service animal into a restaurant, Mm. instead of saying no pets on the front door, Mm -hmm. it should say legal service animals are welcome here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as you know as the law provides for or whatever the wording is that you're going to use but you say this is what's allowed not this is no yeah right you don't you don't have no 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 and i mean yes 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's radically changed the culture of our office, and I and I'm grateful for that. So when Good. people walk in the door, they see a huge sign that says "Yes to Annuities" and oh, cool. "Yes to Life Insurance." Yeah. That's right. And, you guys uh, come to check anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But those are things that if you look at it from a logical standpoint, yeah. the answer should be yes. Right. It's just a matter of how at that point, right? So right. the answer to life insurance and annuities is yes, Yeah. but how and what's right for me, mm-hmm. right? So there's a little different. It's not, do you want cheese on your burger or no, you can't have that or something like that, right? Yeah. But well, I get it. I apologize for hijacking the whole Hijack. the whole thing. And I was we promised we weren't going right. to go that way. So we squirreled. Yeah. So, so, okay. We should rename the podcast squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> Just take out. We actually had an episode where we were talking. I wasn't squirrels. It was chipmunks, actually. So we're talking about chipmunk protein and <laughs> urban hunting. Oh my gosh. That was, I believe, episode six or seven with Brian Corbridge from yeah. Corbridge Law. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to squirrel with that guy, but he always brings it right back around That's and right. it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Because it was hunting. Versus hunting, farming. hunting versus farming. Ah, see, I uh, didn't pay attention. Yeah, see? I can remember what you, you say. It. It's like what? What? I mean, I'm just gonna go into some kind of a yeah. a black. It's harder to remember what you said and, than yeah, it is for yeah. somebody else. But it's it's one of those things too. Like you don't remember what you said, but if we started talking about the subject matter that you talked about, mm-hmm. you know all of those things. Mm-hmm. It's the spoon theory. It's how much room do I have in my brain for these things. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of capacity for the stuff that you are directly involved in. You clearly have never listened to our podcast because there's so much dead air. I get asked a question and I'm like, oh. (laughs) That's what editing is for. That's right. With your editor. So (laughs) since we're back on on the topic of broadcasting and voice like and podcasts and stuff like that, do you think the voice broadcasting has actually helped grow your business and your personal brand? Because you, Seth Crossman, are a personal brand, whether you want to be or not. Right. Everybody says the same thing. Hey, have you met Seth? Yeah, Seth is great. He's very helpful. You know, stuff like this. And then I hand him the check because I, I'm told you pay them for it. So it's fine. Um, brought to you by Carl's yeah, Jr. Brought my, to you by Carl's version, Jr. Yeah, that's my version of of Click, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you yeah. call that? AdWords or AdWords? Ad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pay per click. Pay per click. Yeah. Pay per good thing. It's only five dollars each. Yeah. So every time that I see Josh Tompkins from Dick's, Dick's Auto, Auto Group, Group, he says yes. <laughs> Every time. It's hilarious. You've trained him well. Yeah, he's he's yeah. like once I get to like a thousand you gotta write me a check. I'm yeah. like I'll write you a check for five bucks. <laughs> I wanna now I'm I'm failing on the word. Was it preefluence or preconditioning yeah. or persuasion? Persuasion. Persuasion, you wanna persuade people? <laughs> Actually you know what? Sci fi. <laughs> Presuade is a really good topic when it comes to audio. Yeah. Because the thing about audio is you are sort of pre-suading people like we don't talk about things that we do for our clients necessarily like we're not on the podcast saying hey you guys you should buy our service Uh, right Mm. we're explaining that we're having a conversation and people can get to know us and that we're knowledgeable in the space that we work in and then when it does come time for them and they need something or they see a need for something that we might offer, mm-hmm. then they can reach out to us because they've already learned that we know about the things in their space that they mm-hmm. need, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's, you know, we're talking about podcasting or recording or advertising or marketing. And I mean, we honestly, we talk a lot about marketing. We don't talk much about advertising and advertising's over half of our business. So 
when you came in today mm-hmm. and you're like, what have you been doing? And I'm like, I've been working on Google ads all week. Yeah. And because they changed it. Yeah. Again. They, they, they updated some stuff. So yeah, you're, you're sort of persuading people, but really right. you're, you're building that brand and that authority that says I am an expert on this topic. And right. then when somebody needs an expert for something, they go, I should see if I can get that guy. Right. 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 Yeah. And I mean, that's just like blogging. Just like right, if you're writing on Medium or something like that, that's what you're trying to do is build authority. And authority, you don't necessarily have to be an author, right, to have authority on a subject. Authority can be stuff like when somebody types in financial services in New England, your website authority, right, right. is improved because you have a podcast and a radio show and Google knows these things and yeah. says, these guys must know what they're talking about. When somebody types this thing into Google, they would be a good answer for this query. Yes, yes. So you're building authority, not just with people, but with the algorithms that decide who gets found on the internet, which is super important. Yes, yes. If being found on the internet is important, yeah, absolutely. I think that kind of comes back to how can we be as efficient as possible with what it is that we're doing? Right. And and that's part of our, our practice. Sometimes that's part of our lives and you know, this last week, it was part of my potty training experience with my two-year-old. <laughs> you know, we took away a, a, all access to things that he really wanted that were going to not make that a successful experience. So right. we're we're trying to we're trying to do that as much as we can. And one of the first things that for us became clear was that we want to have some continuity. It's one thing to get on the phone and have a discussion, or we've got a client that we're working for, and you know that just happens just as a part of doing the dailies, right? right. But. Mm-hmm. But we want to take our education or our experiences to another place where we're having to think of things that are not necessarily the topic of the day and improving ourselves as well. So Ben's in Bedford, New Hampshire, and I'm over here in Hillsborough, Oregon. So how do we do that together? And so the radio show became one of those places that we could come together and we could have that experience together. And a benefit or kind of, you know, the rest of that comes alongside of that is, you know, how do we improve the the website presence? How do we improve the authority of who we are and what we're saying and kind of create a culture around our vision around financial planning and our business as a whole? That's great. And I mean, the efficiency thing is... It's such a difficult thing to learn, especially if you're a business owner or you have personal branding. You know, if you're a financial services, real estate agent, lawyer, doctor, dentist, whatever, maybe you're a single practitioner of some kind, or maybe you have a couple staff, but you're still in charge of marketing and content and Always. stuff, <laughs> right? And I mean, it's such a big job and efficiency is such a thing that there's so many people telling everybody to do everything. Uh-huh. And the truth is that doing all of that stuff would take up all of your time right. and leave you no time to work on your business right. at all, and it probably wouldn't be effective anyway. Yeah. yeah. What you need to do is to be really good at a few things mm-hmm. that drive actual business. And other things, and and if I can take some, what this project on with the radio or the podcast, right. and that can give access to all those, like, I don't know, whatever tributaries those are to other opportunities, that's kind of coming back full circle to, I'm doing more with this one thing that I'm doing right here. Right. Yeah. Have we said that a few times? Yeah, I, okay. I think so. But right. I, I mean, it, it's a good point to drill home. Right? <laughs> it, like, it really is because it, it works. It wouldn't, if it was, you know, I'm doing this one thing and it, it's, that's only doing this little avenue. But 
the podcast for you is turning into four different things right now, right? Or two or three different things. Yeah. And then if once you figure out how to add video, then that's four different things for one time of doing uh-huh. it and a little bit of editing time. And then you've got four different avenues. Yeah. And all my warm fuzzies are going to come out because you're going to help me to do that. And yes. that is a relationship building activity that I get to have with you, just like we're doing here today. Absolutely. And I, and I love that part of when it. When you get on yeah. the podcast and somebody else's podcast, right? And then we put a link to your show in uh-huh. our show notes and your website. And then you get backlinks that are good for search engine optimization, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. You know, so all of those things can build up, right? Right. So, so that brings me to a question. Sure. Podcasts, you can listen to anywhere in the world radio shows now you can listen to anywhere in the world how do you focus that down to where people can contact you because if i'm in texas you're here in hillsboro mm-hmm. they're on the east coast mm-hmm. how am i going to find you what do you do to make sure that you're localized enough to where people can call you and talk to you where you're not getting phone calls from other countries about financial planning and stuff where you may or may not be able to actually help them yeah that would be an interesting problem to have yeah, you don't have that yet. <laughs> well, your I, radio show is is localized already, right? Yeah. Well, it will be. We're we're going to be uh, launching here in Portland April fourth. Nice. At uh, that's going to be at five thirty on thirteen thirty KKPZ The Truth, and then Saturday is at ten a.m. Same uh, same station, different time. Just a replay of the show the night before, or do you know yet? Yeah. So that week, if you were to listen on Thursdays, you're going to hear the same thing on Saturdays. And, oh, okay. And it's. You know, it's supposed to kind of work that way. Like, it's the show that we've released that week right. as well. Yeah. So then they can get the, the recap. Yeah. Kind of uh, listen twice. What I have received as far as calls coming from different places is uh, people kind of pitching us services, right? Like, they want to they want to do our right. SEO from India. We get a lot of that lately. We get that, too. Oh, okay. Good. SEO is in the name of our company. Right, right. Like, our company's hook SEO, and they're like, have you thought about doing some SEO work? I'm like... Uh-huh. Have you thought about looking at the domain name before you send us an email? Like, the answer to that is no. Yeah, the no, answer they is no not. because it's automated anyway. Uh, my favorite is when they mess up the coding and it says first name, but they've added yeah. an extra dash or something in there to where it's broken. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Hey, first name, I was just looking at your website and I noticed <laughs> thing one. I'm like, oh, Or their email awesome. starts with greetings of the day. I'm like, delete. <laughs> Don't send me an email, anyone, if it says greetings of the day on the Starks. I'm just going to delete it. So how so long? As I text you right now. That's right. right. You're like, greetings of the day. I'm like, delete. <laughs> I'm just going to start texting people that, too. So how long have you been doing the podcast and the radio show right now? We have been, I think it's two years. Two years. So two you've years. got a few episodes out. We're just under 100. Just uh, Are you going to have a big party for your 100th trip? 100th? Whatever, that number episode? Yes. The, <laughs> we're going to have the one that you're throwing for me. Yeah? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. It'll be on my birthday, okay. May 9th, at B&I Selwood. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're a business owner, please join us. Yeah, yeah. 7 a.m. B&I's good mm. stuff. I, I really enjoyed the, <laughs> the Corbridge episode with the B&I. Right. Anyways, we're, we're going to go down uh, the squirrel road with yeah. that one. But yeah. That was, that was good. So... One thing that kind of we talked about before the show came on was about kind of the rise of podcasts. Yeah. And podcasting is really getting to be a big thing. If you're listening to one right now, congratulations. You're in the majority now. Yeah. So I think it was 51% of Americans have listened to a podcast at this point. And last Uh, week it was 37%, right? Yeah, last year it was 37%. Yeah, and the new study just came out. I think I've got some statistics in the show notes. 
But we can talk about that on the on the next one too because mm-hmm. we're gonna do we two parter. Really, you know what? That's we right. had a really great conversation about all of this stuff before we even sat down to record. So kind of like. We've you, already done this. You, you're feeling like the you're replay. Like, we're like, I don't know. We talked about No, but that. okay, so <laughs> I, I kind of want to summarize it a little bit, right? So everybody can get the benefit of, right, instead of us just being like, spoiler alert, we already yeah, talked about it. So, right. so everything in media is basically on an exponential curve, right? Like mm. a, a few people are doing it, and then there's some more, and there's some more, and then there's mm. like this huge jump in popularity if something becomes popular, right? Right. Like podcasting is. And cell phones. Yeah. And you remember, I remember, I sell cell phones. Oh, I used okay. to sell them when I was a teenager, when they were like these giant banana phones. The battery oh, yeah, would last brick. like 30 Nokia minutes. Nokia brick. Right. Yeah, yeah, I had the Nokias, and uh-huh. we sell the Motorola's. Uh-huh. And, we had a yeah. bag phone when I was 12. Uh-huh. My cell phone came with like 100 minutes and cost $79 a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you, you always talk, you call people outside of prime time. Uh-huh. Oh, yep. yes. Because it yes. costs more to call during yes, the day, the, right? The t- yeah, those windows. But yeah, now everybody's got a computer in their pocket mm-hmm. that is twice as powerful as the one last year, which is twice as powerful as the one two years before that. And if you go back like Moore's Law style, where right. computing power doubles every two years, which right. it still does. Yeah. This uh, could run the shuttle that landed on the moon. How easily. If your Did house, you know uh, yeah. If your house <laughs> scaled at the same way that Moore's Law scaled, this is interesting. I just heard this on Seth Godin's podcast the other day. Mm-hmm. He said that a house now that's the same size of house that you could have bought in 1970 would cost thirty-two dollars because the price of the computing power doubles every year. So if oh, you split the cost out, right, right, in, a, in another industry like housing, right, your house would cost thirty bucks, right. So that's the difference in computing power. Yeah. But this computing power and the power of the network have come together to podcasting that it's easy enough to get the recording done and to get your voice out there on all uh-huh. the different platforms. Uh-huh. Everybody's got a device in their pocket they can listen to. Right. Most cars built after, what, about 2014 or so now, you uh-huh. can just get the podcast stuff on your screen in your car, just yeah. bring it on, or you could Bluetooth your phone to it, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. And people can listen to it in their house. Uh-huh. Like, you want to listen to our podcast when you're at home? You just say, Alexa, play the Digital Marketing Masters podcast, and it starts playing, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't, there's no barrier to entry. Yeah. Now there's no barrier to entry. It's easy to do. There's lots of people who are starting to do it, and lots of people are starting to listen to. You get this exponential curve, right? Right. Where it goes up and up and up and up, and then it shoots up, like, unbelievably, right? Yeah. Well, we're at the base of the curve. We're, like, right before the part where everybody listens to podcasts all the time. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Of course, it's never going to be everyone. Right. Right. There's always some laggards and stuff, and people yeah. who don't are not interested. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like anything, but it's just like smartphones. There's still people who don't have smartphones. They're hard to find. Mm. Right. Yes. They're usually over sixty. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, my, they may or may not be right. My it's, dad is one of those. He just turned eighty, but he's uh, he's got what's the phone that they advertise to all the over sixty people? The ones They're with the large buttons. Flip- yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, podcasts are are about to take off, and it's funny it when you hear like people who've listened to them have, for a decade, right? right? Yeah, right, and it, and they do go back that far, and it, and I think back a decade, I was like, well, was I listening to podcasts? Was that even around? Like, yeah. right? Like, uh, it's hard to believe that we are where we are in that curve, right? Mm-hmm. And that there's so much more room to go. Like, if you're interested in podcasting, start doing it, you know. And I mean, that's the first thing, right? Do it. You get. Right. I mean, you. We're talking about what are the what are the technologies that we've started with? What's the process been? You never get to where you want to be unless you just 
jump in and start right. failing your way through that process is is uh, the best way I can I can put that. I mean, there's there's so many setbacks. I mean, how many times have we sat down? We're like, okay, we're recording today, and you know, and Ben flips open his. Uh, computer ads my right. imagination says he's doing that because i'm still waiting there on skype for somebody to just turn the thing on right right and uh and so we were an hour trying to figure out what happened in right. from last week to this week that nothing's changed but for some reason it's just not working right yeah so, there's always some technology problem or right, something right which is why we lease the space that we record our podcast in so mm -hmm. they worry about the technology and the microphones and the cabling and all that kind of stuff yeah. and then we send it to an editor then thank Dan, goodness. thank goodness for the editor. Yeah, right, Dan edits our stuff, makes <laughs> us my life back. sound better than we really do, and uh, and, and and that's how you get shit done, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to outsource the stuff that you don't have time to do or that you shouldn't be doing. Right, right. Do you want to spend a hundred hours learning like software like Audacity or something, and then figuring out how to like cut out pop noises and stuff in people's speech and normalize audio mm -hmm. and put tracks mm -hmm. together and you can upload it to whatever your podcast provider is and figure out what size of logos and crap you need and how to get it on an RSS feed and how to submit your RSS feed. To other... No. Right. No, but the person Pay that... Pay somebody to do it. it. That person does. They already know they how want, to do it. And they want... Yeah, but right. they want to. They want right. to learn how to do that. That's what they really enjoy doing. It takes them five hours. It takes you a hundred. Right. Pay yeah. them five hours. Get it done. Absolutely. Bam. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I do that with just about anything. But here's the thing about podcasting, and this has never happened before. Okay. In the history of like mankind, but it's you happening not, right now. You could not turn on your radio uh -huh. and learn the thing that you want to learn that you select. Radio tells you what they think that you are going to listen to long enough to play commercials, right? Absolutely. That's the point of radio. Yeah. The point of radio was so that we could put advertisements on radio, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And nobody came out with radio and said, hey, Let's just make it what people want. If they did that, then everybody would have different radios based on what kind of music they like, and it would play music all day, and there would be no commercials. Mm -hmm. but that's yep. not what it is. Podcasting, on the other hand, the reason for it is different, right? I am not recording this podcast so that I can play commercials during it. We're recording this podcast because we want to help people with their businesses, and eventually we would like a very tiny percentage of those people to contact us uh -huh. so that we can work with them. That's it. Yeah. It's not how many people can I play a commercial to so that I can sell X number of widgets. It's two or three people, you know, a quarter or yeah. will contact us and say, we'd like some help with this thing. The other thousands of people who listen to it get to learn all the stuff for free and never pay us, never contact us. And that's fine. So when you give like, I, I know you don't give official financial advice, right? On yeah, hey, everybody, do this. Do this, right? right? Save money, everybody. You'll get all kinds of <laughs> everybody. cash. Everybody. But, I mean, you give people advice still, right? Yeah. You tell them how things work and and stuff like that. And yeah. it's financial education is difficult because people don't have it, right? Yeah. And they don't learn it in school necessarily. Mm -hmm. Except for the thing, and this kind of annoys me, maybe it's just me, but when you see people post on, like, social media and they're like, wow, I wish they'd have taught me how to balance a checkbook in school instead of all this other stupid stuff. I'm like, didn't you take they addition did. and subtraction? Like they that did. was what you <laughs> learned. Yeah. They no, did. We, we had it. We you had know a how to read. Yeah, we had right. a class like that. I can't remember if it was an elective. I think it was right. mandatory where everybody had to figure out how to how to figure uh, fill in a 1040. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. For the for and file taxes. Right. File and taxes. And balance stuff. a checkbook. So and that might be different by region. But I mean, yeah. you learn how to read instructions. You learn how to do math. You, you should be able to file your taxes. You did. Or, I mean, unless and, you have complicated taxes, yeah, right? If right. you have a company or something, you know, pay someone to do it. Yeah. 
Well, shoot, like I, I used to right? just like grab my W two and head down to the IRS building, walk through the, just walk right up to the counter, and they'd do it for me. That was awesome. They don't do that anymore. They don't do no, that anymore. not so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I can, you know, I can do that. You, uh, you touched on something that comes back to how many different ways can we use what, what, what it is that we're doing right now, and that education piece is really a big part for us because. Most people's experience going to a financial planner, planning team can be intimidating. It's like sitting down drinking from a fire hose. It's not fun. And that doesn't help. Somebody not having a good experience doesn't help them want to come back. That's coming back and say yes. Right. right? If I have a great experience, guess what? I might tell somebody about that or I might come back. And so if we can grab things and in, in, in put, put it into a form that people can digest that. And that just happens to be what we're using in the, the podcast. If people right. come come in and they're like, well, I want to learn more about this. Oh, great. Well, here you go. Mm-hmm. And we can hand off a, a podcast to them. Hopefully they take that information and do something with it and, and make it their own. Uh, because the more that they can make that their own, something that they internalize and something that they can resource, the more power it has behind it. And that's one of the big things for us there. That's absolutely true. And, and there's a there's a big failure in the marketing side of the financial services industry, especially in person. I kind of see this a lot. And what happens is people say, well, I'm a financial planner. And then someone goes, okay, so what does that mean? And then they go, well, our company has $6 billion under management and We've we do this and that. We've been around 19, since 1947. 20, yeah. And it's the just like the about page that people <laughs> yeah. have on their website, right? right. I'm, a, I'm a this and that and I'm a an I. And God I, forbid we go without a plumbing we, 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 reference. Yeah, right. So if it was like no, stop a plumber, it. No. Yeah. right? They would be like, <laughs> well... Oh, my my grandfather started this company in 1962, and we've been doing it. Nobody cares, right? Mm. It's how many miles of pipe right. you laid? Sorry. <laughs> how many miles of pipe you laid? There's that song by that blues guy laying pipe, <laughs> laying pipe all night long. That was like big in the 90s. We almost made it. <laughs> That's right, squirrel. <laughs> we almost made it. Um, no, but just like I was saying, right, if, if you talk to somebody, you're at a networking event, you're at a party, you're doing like a, you know, sometimes they have those things where you have like a three minute, right. or one minute spotlight or something where you talk right. in front of people. What they should be saying is, what is it that the person has a problem with? And what does your customer have a problem with? Mm-hmm. They don't give shit how much under management you have. Right. It sounds to you like it's important because yeah. you know why it's important. Mm-hmm. They don't know why it's important. Uh-huh. They don't even know enough to ask the right question. Right. So it should be something like, I help people plan for retirement, but the way that we do that is we have a dashboard that we can set up so you can see what's happening with your money, and then we explain strategies that you can use and kind of get into it a little bit, I've right? been doing it all and... wrong. <laughs> I've been telling them how long I've been a finance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, though, right? And and the way that kind of comes back to the podcasting side is that because you have a longer time frame to talk to people, yeah. you can talk about all that other stuff. Right. And all that other stuff is the stuff that you should be telling people. Mm-hmm. The problem is when people are in person, they get in front of a crowd, they think, I need to be like a television commercial. And they go, I'm with... Jones Financial, oh, that might be a real one. I'm with Jimmy, Jimmy Joe's Financial Services. And, uh, you know, we have been managing people's assets for 220 years. And I'm like, you haven't been alive for 220 years. Right, so right. I don't care. Maybe you've been doing it for five minutes for right, all I know, right? Right. You know what happens when, when like, that is actually one of the one of the questions that I try to avoid whenever 
we're, you know, at a party or hanging out with people like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I'm a financial planner because it is like the conversation killer. Right. And I'm the king of conversation killers. Like, <laughs> put me in the group and it's, and, and I'll say something. Everybody goes, uh, and they walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. That sounds oddly familiar. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's, it's really a thing. Actually, I asked Kira, my wife, to like, pay attention. Like, watch this. This is what's going to happen. She's you guys like, have like a secret signal? Like, she like pulls her uh, ear or something it because, and it means don't don't stop talking about that right right no she just throws it she just makes it obvious and she's like and you seth them (laughs) (laughs) that's funny back to the the years of experience thing my favorite is when they say the 200 years of experience or whatever but they're adding up that they've got 15 20 employees with five years of experience each Mm. so that's that equates to 100 yeah yeah the com the com combined that word yes combination it's not just me today (laughs) so that's go ahead you know it it's hard to i mean experience makes a difference right like where you come from your resume and and what are you bringing to the table makes a difference but also shining a light in that in a way that makes it just more about how that is about them because it all has to come back to the person the experience that they want to have i mean so many people that we meet with or people that we're talking to in general is everybody around they don't even they haven't even had the conversation yet right about what that thing might look like hey you want a website what does that look like right. i don't know you know or you want the seo to perform at something what does that mean right. like can we articulate that and then then we can help them understand more about what it is that they want and how to get there we just kind of try to facilitate a lot of that people don't spend the time that they need to drill down on what their message is, to get it to the bare minimum mm-hmm. that you can tell somebody and get mm-hmm. the point across. Okay. Right? Yeah. So if you're Coca-Cola and you have Diet Coke is your product that's coming out, you don't tell them all about the formulation and, well, we, we did focus groups with 15,000 people mm-hmm. over six countries to figure right. out how much aspartame to stick in us. You know, right, like, right. you just don't do that, right? I show, the, I show them an orange truck and a vanilla truck chasing down a Coke truck. No? You don't know what I'm talking about? I mean, that's maybe. the commercial. I haven't seen that. That's the orange that's vanilla the, Coke that they yeah. just oh, the came out with. Coke. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So, seeing as I don't have cable TV anymore, it's difficult for me to see commercials. <laughs> I get a lot of YouTube commercials. The, the point I'm trying to make is that, like, if somebody comes up to me and we're talking, we're at a networking group or something, I've never yeah. met them before, they mm-hmm. go, oh, what do you do? I say, oh, I have a marketing agency. We help companies make more money. Oh, how do you make more money? And I'm like, well, it kind of depends on your business. But mm-hmm. usually we find that businesses get stuck at a certain point, right? Where you're already making money, but throwing more money at the problem is not making you more money. You've kind right. of hit a, it hit a ceiling and we have strategies to help you get beyond that. And, yeah. you know, maybe if you want to talk about it, we should go have a longer conversation somewhere. That's right. it, it like, that's it. And that's, I mean, that's, that's my lead generation. Like it's, it's not more difficult than yeah. that. Which I, th- I love that anybody that's really built something in business, right? They get to that point where they're like, holy cow, people are just, you know, throwing seminars at me, throwing this pathway at me to, you know, generate more. And you just kind of need somebody to take that on because you've done everything you can within your knowledge and whatever experience that is. You just, you're going to waste money and time and resources and you have to be able to focus more on what it is like that you do that improves the the client's experience as well. Have you ever seen that? like a meme that goes around on facebook that has like the guy and his girlfriend are walking but he turns his head to look at like the other girl who's walking by <laughs> and the, his girlfriend looks all pissed off it's kind of hard to describe but i saw one the other day like that 
and it showed business owner was the guy uh-huh. and it was his pissed off girlfriend was stuff that makes me money and uh-huh. he's looking the other direction at the other girl and her label was stuff that doesn't make me any oh, money oh that's perfect so he's just looking at all yeah. that you know it's like where people do they got shiny object syndrome and they go on and they see a video and the guy uh, on the video is some kind of business person right who's big business you know coach or something who says well everybody's on instagram now so you better start hitting instagram and so they're like oh fuck i better figure out how to do instagram right Mm -hmm. and you know does instagram make you money right now because probably not no right now if you're an e-commerce store or something and your customers are on there now then yeah right it's a good point right Right. that's a that's a good place to be but or if you're a digital advertising agency you might want to have something out there just a guess well we got every platform i got something oh okay Um, but that's my job to know it (laughs) right right? if you're electrician didn't use plumber nailed it Uh, good so maybe instagram not your thing it's probably not going to drive a lot of business for you it's not a very photogenic profession but i'm saying if you're doing it yourself your Mm. money's better spent somewhere else Got to right. keep track of how many miles of wire you've laid so that you That's can right. put that on the, the website. <laughs> so our company has laid 47,000 miles of wire so far. On that note, okay. let's go ahead and, and end it there mm-hmm. with how many miles of pipe slash wire you've laid. Mm-hmm. Seth, thank you for being here again today. Thanks a lot. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Markoff. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode of Digital Marketing Masters. Make sure you subscribe to get notified when we continue the discussion and get more into voice tech and smart speakers. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.